Well, welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, and thank you for tuning into another podcast episode this week. I am doing a Q&A. So this is a bunch of questions that I have kind of collected, whether it's from like email or DMs or anything like that. I kind of just collect them over time. And at one point, I just pulled them together and I answer them. And some of them I kind of reworded a bit. And some of them are, yeah, like they're kind of all over the map, but they're all health and wellness related. And we're going to get into them. Everything from biohacking to mental health to where I'm at personally right now to sleep and my favorite tools right now and all sorts of things. So there's a bunch of things. So stay tuned. I love doing these episodes because they're just like a little insight into where I'm at with everything. And it's nice to kind of take a break from doing interviews with guests as well and just provide a different amount of information and context for my listeners. So thank you. A kudos and nod to some of my favorite brands right now that I am loving, literally loving. I am actually doing the Prolon five-day fast right now. So I think I'm on I'm on day three. So if I sound a little tired <laughs> or maybe just a little chiller than normal, that could be why. And I am going to post a video about it very soon. And I'm kind of documenting my journey. And it's interesting. So it's a five-day fasting kit that I guess like mimics fasting, but it is a calorie restrictive diet. So every day you have a set amount of food that you have to eat or drink. And then you you do that for five days and it's like under a certain amount of calories. I think it's about 900 calories a day and it gives you a bunch of benefits afterwards. So everything from like activating autophagy to longevity to weight loss and that type of thing. And so I'm going to get into that in like next week, but that's where I'm at right now. So I really was excited to try this because I've seen a lot of people talk about it. It's been on Netflix, it's been on TV. It's you know, a a lot of big creators and podcasters talk about it. So it's been cool to give it a go and see how it's impacted me. And if you want to try doing a prolonged five day fast, I really recommend it. I I think it's cool to try it at least once. The recommendation is to do three a year. And that's how you get the most benefit. That's how you see the, the biggest impact on things like weight. And so that's kind of what they recommend. And so definitely check it out. I will link it in my show notes and on my website. I have a discount code if you want to buy one. Uh, I think it's Biohacking Britain. So go for it. I, I really do recommend you do it, especially if you are looking to get those like cellular health benefits as a lot of biohackers really are. Okay. Next up is Bioptimizers. I think I said this last week, but I am out of my probiotics from bioptimizers because I literally take them so much. So I need to get some more. They have some of the best probiotics I've seen on the market. And I fly to LA this week. Why do I keep seeing LA? I fly to San Francisco this week. And usually I bring like my magnesium, digestive enzymes, sleep aid, and probiotics from them. And so I don't have any probiotics, so I need to get some. I think it might be a little too late to get them before Sunday. But they are so, so worth it. And this is one of my go-to brands for 
those supplements. I'm really, really such a big fan. And I've been taking them for over two years. I think it's, to be honest, like I think it might be the only brand that I've stuck to for longer than two years in terms of supplements in my life. <laughs> I, is that true? Probably. I'm just trying to think who else I've like been stayed so loyal to other than bioptimizers. Anyway, like I said, I think they're the best discount code biohacking Brittany and linked in my show notes as well. And a shout out to Inside Tracker. I am so proud of my biological age score that came back. It was 10 years younger. If you want to get tested and do your biological age, I really recommend it just because it's very insightful. And it shows you if like the things that you're doing are actually working. Are they beneficial? Are they making a difference on your cellular health? So it takes a look at vitamins, minerals, hormones, everything like that, and assesses where you are and how you can get better. So it gives you recommendations. They don't just kind of like leave you in the dark with your results. There's tons of recommendations as an app. There's all these things that are really designed to support you in this process. So Inside Tracker, check it out. I actually was thinking about getting retested because my last test was in July and now I think it's time for another test. So stay tuned for that. And last but not least, Mimeo. This is a new supplement brand that I have been trying. So I actually took two this morning and Mimeo is very interesting because it is comprised of four different ingredients that really, really focus on cellular health, cellular health, which I I guess is like what I'm really talking a lot about today. But anyway, and so it really helps with things like mood, mental clarity, energy, and the ingredients in it are spermidine, which I've talked a lot about before. Spermidine, watch me botch how, how to say this, but palmitolethanolamide, <laughs> known as PEA, nicotinamide, which a lot of biohackers are like so gung-ho about, and then an, an OEA, which is olefanolamide. Goodness gracious. So essentially, this is the four biomimetic ingredients that have been validated through over 100 clinical studies in this Mimeo supplement. So what's interesting about Mimeo, and which is why I was really drawn to it, was like, I feel like it's kind of disrupting this space of singular ingredients that are supposed to be supporting longevity. So for example, a lot of people take uh, nicotinamide or spermidine separately, right? So you buy it from this company, buy it from that company, take it separately, and like, oh, you get these benefits. But what Mimeo has done is they've combined them and they have studied them in combination with each other. And the research has shown that when you take all four of them together, the results are like significantly more incredible in terms of cellular cellular health, in terms of activating autophagy, detoxing, cleansing, activating detox pathways in the body and everything like that. So I think that's very interesting. And I think it is a game changer in this longevity space in terms of supplements, which is why I was very attracted to this idea. They have all of their research on the website. This is not made up stuff like at all. Very, very well-founded and they have a bunch of funding going on right now. So I'm very excited for Mimeo. They are definitely a disrupting company and I'm excited to see wh where they go in the next few years because 
again, like it's great to take these things separately, but if we can take them combined in the right amounts and have research that shows, hey, take these together and they're more effective, why would we not do that? So check out Mimeo. My discount code is Biohacking Brittany. Mimeo is spelled M-I-M-I-O. And it is the first biomimetic supplement out there. And so check that out on my website and on the show notes. Okay, now let's get into it. All right, so let's start going through some of these questions. I am excited to see where we go. Okay, these are no order. This is all random. Come from all over the place. I'm not going to say any names. And like I said, a few have been changed just to protect some of the things that were said and some of the people's people's names and stuff like that. So, okay, if you could travel back in time and give your younger self one piece of biohacking or holistic health advice, what would it be? This is a good one. I feel like I'm going to say that about everything. But the first thing that comes to mind is actually to not go on birth control, (laughs) which is probably controversial. But I think that younger Brittany didn't... It's kind of sad to get into, but I think younger Brittany didn't understand the repercussions of that. And I don't know. I don't know who's fully to blame for that. Like, I think I'm somewhat to blame. I think my doctor at the time was, I think maybe my parents had a role in that, but I think that I didn't, I, (sighs) Because I went on birth control at 16 and I, I didn't understand what that meant. You know, because the thing is, is obviously I understood what birth control was. And obviously I understood why I was going on birth control. But I don't think I understood that at 16, that could mean that I would be on birth control for 10 plus years starting that young. And at the time, it seemed like let me go on this thing to protect myself so I don't get pregnant, which obviously has its role and has its role in society. And that's why we have birth control. However, I wish I just was more informed on the side effects long-term of that. So I came off birth control at 24, maybe? I think it was 24. Yeah, I think I started around 16 to 17, came off at 24. So it was about seven years-ish of it. And I personally believe that I am still paying the price for being on birth control for that long. Now, people will say that it'll take about a year for your body to bounce back from being on on birth control. It'll take about a year for the synthetic hormones to make their way out of your body and for your body to regulate itself and produce enough progesterone without birth control. That's really nice that people say that. I don't care. (laughs) I don't agree. I don't think that I would have been facing the hormonal challenges and menstrual cycle challenges that I've faced in the last three years if I had not been on birth control for seven years before that. And that is a really tough pill to swallow. But, you know, like, what am I going to do about it now, I guess? And I've done my detoxing. I've done my cleansing. I'm on a cleanse right now. 
I've done a lot to make sure that my health is in a better place. But I definitely think, you know, if we were going to compare my lives side by side, one was on birth control, one was without. And I just used like different protective methods when being intimate at that time. I think I would be healthier right now. But that is okay. And that's fine. Because what am I what am I going to do about it? You know what I mean? But I think that is the advice that I would give myself. And, you know, birth control for a long time, this was before there was as much like knowledge as there is now about it. And it's way less taboo now than it was, even though that wasn't even that long ago. So right now with like wellness and biohacking and holistic health and how easy it is to have information and watch a YouTuber or someone on TikTok talk about birth control. Like it's just at the tip of your fingers all of the time where when I was in high school, it wasn't like that. I didn't understand wellness. I didn't understand this like different way of living that was more in line with my body and in tune with nature and my body. And so I just, for lack of education, I didn't know any better. And I think it is changing now, thankfully, to because of people who put out content and educate people. So for everybody listening who is on birth control, I would be really cautious about it. I would be really cautious about it. I Again, I am not saying that it doesn't have its place in society. I think it does. I think it's a, allowed women to build careers and be able to have financial freedom, which is really important, and also support their independence and mental health and different things like that. However, I do think birth control is abused and overprescribed like many different pharmaceuticals. If you are on birth control, kudos to you. And I'm sure you're very well informed at this point. If you're listening to this podcast on the potential repercussions that can come from being on birth control for a long time. So I actually, yeah, if you have any questions, I'm open to DMs about this and we can kind of go back and forth in a very informal way and I can support you because again, I wish I had somebody who did that for me. Okay. Next number two, in the world of biohacking, there are some unconventional practices. Can you share the most unusual or surprising biohack you've personally tried or encountered? Ooh. Okay. Unconventional. This is like such a subjective word. Things that are weird that I've done is like enemas, coffee enemas is definitely something that's unconventional. I haven't done one. Actually, I haven't done an enema in a long time. Maybe I should do one. But that's probably one of the most unconventional things that I've done. I would also argue that a... Preconception cleanse is unconventional. No one has heard of that. When I say that to people, people are like, what on earth are you talking about? I don't know if that's as like weird or different. It's just not popular maybe is is the difference there. Uh, And then surprising biohack. Surprising biohack. Ooh, what would be surprising? Maybe there's things I haven't tried that's surprising. So I haven't done methylene blue yet. I have some in my fridge. I just haven't done it yet. I haven't done, oh my gosh, what else haven't I done? There's a bunch of things I haven't done. And I was thinking about it the other day because when I was at the biohacking conference, there I noticed there was a bunch of things I haven't done. Oh, like ayahuasca, I guess, if that counts as a biohack. And I definitely think there's some more, 
But yeah, there, there definitely are some unconventional things that I haven't done yet. Okay, next. Many people like myself struggle with motivation when it comes to self-care. What's your personal motivation mantra that keeps you inspired and on track? Wow. Okay. I so relate to this. Motivation is so difficult. I think that my motivation ebbs and flows like the next person. I don't think I have motivation that's through the roof at all. (laughs) At all. And I don't even know if I have a mantra. To be honest, I, I don't know if I have something I say in my head that makes me do it. I think I, for me, it's, I, it's different. It's if we're so, okay. If we're talking about physical being fitness and that type of thing, then, and physical health, my motivation is very deep rooted because a lot of it comes out of fear for not wanting to age in a certain way. So with that, I don't necessarily mean how you look skin wise or some gray hair or something like that. I mean, like I've seen both of my parents go through significant health issues. And for me, there's this deep, very, very deep rooted fear and like, I don't even know what else to call it other than fear that is really about what can I do today? So I don't get to that point when I'm in my sixties, that's my motivation. And fear is a very, very strong motivator. Now, I don't know if I were to do something like 40 years of Zen, speaking of biohacks, I haven't done 40 years of Zen is one of them. I don't know if I were to do something like that, if it would work on that through neurofeedback and everything else that happens there in order to kind of overcome that fear. Because to be honest, the fear is kind of great because the fear motivates me. The fear motivates me to do stuff. It motivates me to do an hour of movement and sweating every single day of my life. So without that... (laughs) I don't know if I, I don't know if I would do it. So yeah, so I think there's like that that fear of being older and everything that that kind of comes with. So maybe it is a fear of aging. I don't know. Let's talk about getting the remarkable benefits of fasting without the daunting commitment of long-term fasting. As a dedicated professional always on the lookout for ways to enhance my health and well-being, I've explored intermittent fasting extensively, and if you're a listener of the podcast, you know this. However, I've often found myself pushing the boundaries and experiencing adverse effects such as sleep issues and energy slumps, and also hormonal issues. While intermittent fasting did offer some positive outcomes initially, like many of us, I struggled to incorporate it long-term without it really disrupting my daily life. However, my life has recently taken a turn for the better, all thanks to Mimeo. This is the world's first biomimetic supplement. This incredible innovation is the accumulation of years of rigorous clinical research, meticulously designed to replicate the effects of a 36-hour fast at the cellular level, which is wild. With Mimeo, I can now experience the holistic benefits of fasting, 
without enduring prolonged periods of hunger and deprivation. Are you intrigued about the benefits? Let's get into it. First and foremost, Mimeo activates your cells' innate regenerative capabilities, much like fasting itself. This translates to optimized metabolism and better control over hunger, which a lot of us really value if we're trying to watch our weight. Secondly, it significantly boosts energy levels and accelerates recovery, making it an absolute game changer for active individuals like myself. Thirdly, Mimeo elevates mood and sharpens mental clarity, enabling us to be at our absolute best every single day. I definitely notice this, especially when I take it right before work in the mornings. The icing on the cake is that Mimeo's formulation is exclusively derived from molecules naturally produced by our own body. This means it is very, very safe because it is in perfect harmony with our biological system, delivering optimal effectiveness. Still not convinced? Mimeo offers a 100% happiness guarantee. That's right. There's absolutely nothing to lose. So for all of my fantastic listeners out there, if you want to give Mimeo a try and add it to your supplement stack, I really suggest you do so. And you can do that by using my discount code biohackingbrittany for 10% off for the first three months of your subscription, which is awesome. Join me along with countless others who are on the path to revolutionizing their health with Mimeo. Bid farewell to the challenges of long-term fasting and usher in a healthier, happier version of yourself, which we always love. Thank you for listening. And always remember, when it comes to optimizing your health, Mimeo holds the key. Visit their website, link to my show notes and on my website as well, and embark on your journey towards a better you now. And then I also like, there is also, to be honest, there's definitely fear around my body changing as well. And I I would be very inauthentic if I didn't share that because as a woman, I feel a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And I think a lot of, if not all women feel like that. I mean, and honestly, I, I think men do as well. However, I will say that women are scrutinized on how they look way more than men are way more. And I see this in my relationship with my husband, Ryan. So he doesn't really care about gray hair or wrinkles on his face. He cares about being fit and having muscles for sure. Like he cares about being low body fat percentage and that type of thing. Absolutely. But I said to him the other day, I was, we were talking about Xeomin in your face and which is a gentle like neuromodulator. And I said, you know, you could just get some between your brows. Men typically have such deep lines in between their eyebrows because they frown so much and it would just relax your muscles and then it would prevent it from getting worse when you get older. You do it every like three months. You know, I was kind of explaining it to him and he gave zero Fs about that. (laughs) He's like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care about wrinkles at all. He's like, why would I care about that? I was like, okay, so we have very different perspectives. (laughs) So I think I have this like fear of aging and getting older and and how that will transform my body. So skin that is thinner and has wrinkles or hair that is thinner and graying and falling out, I don't know, or weight gain or your body changing like that. And that is also very motivating for me. So Again, I, I don't, I don't think it'll always be like that. I think as I get older, it will change. And I will definitely say that 
the motivations that I have now are not what they were 20 years ago, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I was 10 years old. (laughs) I meant 10 years ago when I was 20. It wasn't, it wasn't like that at all. I wasn't as concerned about these types of things. And so, yeah, it definitely changes as you get older. And I think that's a normal part of things. But yeah, to be honest, like motivation is stemmed from a lot of emotion for me and a lot of accountability and me showing up for myself so that I can show up better in my marriage, show up better for my future family, that type of thing. And I think that's why I am so motivated is because it's connected to emotion. So for you listening, maybe a mantra is what you need, you know, go for it, find it, do it. But I think there needs to be emotion attached to the mantra in order for it to stick. And for order, in order for you to feel something and be able to do something about it, doesn't necessarily have to be fear. It could be anything. It could be anger. It could be sadness. It could be happiness, right? Like you could feel so proud of how far you've come that it's actually motivating you to go further. And I feel that too all the time. I feel that a lot actually in my business. So I I feel like I've come so far in my business. Then when I show up every day, I'm like, okay, I've done this for five years. Today is another day. But like, look where I was five years ago. Look where I was a year ago. Look where I am now. Okay, this is motivating. I have momentum. Anyway, it's my rant about motivation. I, I really feel like there needs to be some sort of emotion attached to it. And listen, I am not an expert on this. There are so many books out there that talk about this type of thing, that talk about the language that you use, that talk about mantras and motivation and inspiration and how to be a cheerleader for yourself. So definitely look deep into that and get encouraged because I think that will help you. Great. Next. Have you experimented with any ancient or traditional healing practices as part of your holistic health journey? Which ones, what were the results? Oh, for sure. Many, many. I don't even know where to start with this. First thing that comes to mind is acupuncture. Acupuncture is one of the oldest forms of medicine out there. And this has been significant in my health journey in the last year. I started acupuncture, yeah, about this time last year. I was going to a different practitioner And we were really focusing on looking at my menstrual cycle and regulating ovulation and my periods and hormones. And it's been phenomenal. It's been so phenomenal. Now I have a new one. She's wonderful. She's so different than my other one. Uh, She's a traditional Chinese medicine doctor and she does acupuncture and uh, she specializes in women's health and fertility, and she's fantastic. So that is something that I very much respect and have seen a lot of benefits from. If you are somebody who is struggling with hormones or fertility or perimenopause or menopause, I would really encourage you to look at finding an acupuncturist who specializes in those areas. I really do believe in having a holistic health team who can support you on your journey. And obviously that comes at a price and I don't necessarily have all of the types of support that I would like. I, I kind of just do what I can. 
and I ebb and flow with different types of practitioners as I see fit. But I would definitely have somebody like an acupuncturist in your back pocket if you're kind of going through those things. And yeah, so that would be traditional. I also do yoni steaming or like vaginal steaming, which is something that I started in the last year. I actually just got this new yoni steam seat and it's called the Leah Moon. And it is very, very cool. It's very cool. And I haven't posted about it yet. I, to be honest, I haven't used it yet. But I, because I've been on my period and stuff like that, and you, you can't necessarily use it during those times. But it's very cool. And I'm excited to use it because it actually also has red light therapy in it. So it's the seat that you sit on. You It heats the water, keeps the water warm. You add herbs to the water, and then it has red light therapy. So all in one, you're getting the steam, which is bringing blood flow and circulation to your uterus and ovaries and you know everything down there. You're getting the herbs, which have botanicals in them and ingredients in them that can really be nourishing. And then you're also getting the red light therapy. So it's like a lovely stacked biohacking seat and I'm super excited to try it. So uh, I can send you more information on that. Just message me on Instagram if you want the link to that. It's very new that I'm using this, but I have been DIYing my own yoni steaming, vaginal steaming for about a year now. And I will say that it's not the safest thing to do by yourself, <laughs> but you can do it. I would just squat over a pot. A lot of people do that. Use towels. Be be careful. Watch the YouTube videos and, and get educated on how to do it just to make sure that you do not hurt yourself. You know that I am a big believer in intermittent fasting, no matter the age, no matter the gender. However, it is trickier for women, mostly because of the impact it has on our hormones and our menstrual cycle. And honestly, a lot of the time, it can just be too stressful for us to be fasting every single day. And it can really cause menstrual irregularities, PMF symptoms, and all sorts of things like that. So I'm really excited to be taking and eating the new intermittent fasting bars made by Prolon. So this is a really cool idea. I have yet to see another company do this. And I've yet to see anybody even execute it somewhat well like Prolon. So based on the science of the Prolon fasting mimicking diet that keeps your body in a fasted state, even though the body is being nourished, the intermittent fasting bar is the first bar scientifically developed and tested to not break your fast. This combination of good fats from nuts and selected macro and micronutrients provides nourishment so you can feel fuller for longer and conquer your cravings while you fast. Eat in the morning after your overnight fasting period to achieve your intermittent fasting goals. Guys, that is amazing. I'm just like so impressed that they even came up with this idea that these are even effective and I am obsessed because now I can take and eat one of these bars in the morning, not worry about breaking my fast, not worry about spiking my blood glucose or my ketones, and still be nourishing my body without causing too much stress on it. And you know what? You know these bars are successful in a hit when they are 
always sold out on their website. Like I just tried to order more and they were sold out again. So that says a lot about how much people are loving these and really, really enjoying them. Actually, if you go to their website, they have a couple of graphs as well that kind of show what it is, what it looks like uh, glucose wise and ketone wise when you fast with water versus fasting and eating one of these bars in the morning. And there's no difference. So you can go check out the signs yourself, go believe it, go read it, and definitely try these out. There's three flavors. There's chocolate chip, nuts and honey, and coconut macadamia. I like coconut macadamia the best, but you can definitely buy a variety pack and try them out yourselves. So go to the link, link to my show notes and on my website, buy Prolon and use my discount code BIOHACKINGBRITTANY in all capitals to save on these bars. You definitely want to use my discount code. These bars are not super cheap, but they are worth it because they are so good for you and they don't cause any hormonal disruption. Okay, next. As a podcaster, you've likely received a lot of interesting feedback from your listeners. Can you share a particularly unique or memorable story of how your podcast has impacted someone's life? Oh, I love this. Yeah, I definitely do get feedback. I get DMs, a lot of DMs, sometimes emails, and it's honestly kind of all similar. It's a, it's mostly women who write in and they say things like, I really value what you say. I really value your recommendations. You seem very authentic. That's kind of the vibe that I get. What else did I say? Someone wrote in and was talking about a different podcast and how she didn't like that this person was recommending a product that seemed not in line. And she was saying that she always trusts my recommendations because they seem very in line and aligned with biohacking and holistic health. So that was really nice. So that's kind of the feedback I always get. The reviews, I have podcast reviews on Apple and Spotify. And these mean a lot to me as well. I, I read all of them. I, <laughs> well, interesting story. I had one person write in. I don't know if I should talk about this again, but I don't get negative feedback very often about the podcast. Okay. To be honest, like I, I just don't, I get hate on social media for sure especially on controversial videos, you know, and I'm used to that. I don't love it, but it happens. And that's kind of, that's kind of what I feel like happens when you're on social media, especially Instagram. Anyway, so one bad review that I got about the podcast was, it was a while ago, it was maybe like a year ago or something. And this woman wrote in and I don't even know what episode it was. But there was an episode and I was doing an intro before the episode like I do. And I was talking about this animated video that came out that was like this ballerina and it was a child and she was like 10 and she was overweight and it was made by Disney and it was a short film and it was showing in movies before in movie theaters before the movies. And I was talking about it on my podcast in the intro casually just saying how like we need to be careful about this type of narrative about normalizing obesity. And she, and I got this review. It was so funny. She's like, I came on this podcast to listen to you talk about X, Y, and Z. And that in the intro, all I hear is you talking about how children shouldn't be overweight and how 
exclusive you are or like not inclusive you are and blah, blah, blah. And it was so funny. And I was like, okay, first of all, you've listened to one podcast episode and you are getting all up in arms about an intro that I'm allowed to have my opinion. Secondly, like I don't stand alone in that opinion. I'm not the first person to think that. If you look at any of the big names in the functional medicine space, in the personalized healthcare world, doctors across the board, all types of doctors, all types of people, all types of medical backgrounds talk about the issue about normalizing obesity and how problematic that is for society from a health standpoint. This is not about including people and excluding people and making people feel bad and emotions, right? Like it really isn't. It's about this is an actual medical problem if your 10-year-old is significantly overweight. And it's not about shame for that necessarily. It's about, okay, what have we, how have we as a society come to the point where this is what's happening to children and what can we do about it? So instead of writing a review and complaining, why don't we have a constructive conversation about how this is a systemic multifaceted problem that needs a systemic multifaceted approach and solution? Anyway, so that is like one memorable review that stuck out. And I think that is because the negative feedback always sticks out more than the positive. So just remember that the next time you are reviewing somebody and you give them one star for something, that person is going to remember that. And it actually makes a difference for people. So just like, I don't know. I just think there's a way to be kinder on the internet. And again, you know, with the childhood obesity thing, it's not that I'm not being kind about it. It's just that it's very scary to see this type of thing happen when being that obese has significant health issues, both for a child at the age of 10 and also into adulthood. And when you are at that point, it significantly increases your chance for all-cause mortality. It significantly increases your chance for diabetes, heart disease, I don't even know, autoimmune diseases, like everything. Like it's so, there's so much research on that. And so I, yeah, I kind of draw the line in the sand a bit with this type of thing. As much as I am somebody who is progressive and wants to include everybody, I also think we can't have that perspective if it sacrifices the health of people and of a society. So there needs to be some sort of, I don't know, middle ground there. So, and there's people listening to this who are going to agree and disagree. But anyway, that is the story that I remember about that. Hello, it's Brittany here, and I've got something life-changing to share with you. Sleep is crucial for our productivity, well-being, and beauty, right? No one wants to wake up with dehydration lines and dark circles. That has definitely happened to me. Picture this, you wake up feeling refreshed, your skin is glowing, yes, get it, and those pesky dehydration lines and dark circles, they're nowhere in sight. Sounds like a dream, right? 
Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not only possible, but it's also within your reach. I used to struggle with falling asleep. There was a time when getting a good night's sleep felt like chasing unicorns, tossing and turning, waking up multiple times and feeling like a zombie the next day. Seriously, that happened to me for a long time until about 2019, 2020, when I started biohacking my sleep. But then recently it started happening again, and I actually uncovered the ultimate secret that's really been helping me, and that is magnesium breakthrough. It has completely transformed my sleep and got me sleeping so good again. So what's important to know is that not all magnesium supplements are created equal, so don't waste your time with over-the-counter options. Magnesium Breakthrough is the real deal. It combines seven different forms of magnesium in a single capsule, giving you the full-spectrum magnesium experience you need for optimal results. So here's my nightly routine that I've been doing. I take two capsules of Magnesium Breakthrough with water about an hour before bed. The effects are remarkable. I drift off faster and enjoy deeper, more rejuvenating sleep. And then when the morning comes, I wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to conquer the day. And I wake up at 5 a.m., so I'm not messing around, okay? I need my good sleep. So say goodbye to restless nights and tired mornings and unlock your best sleep with Magnesium Breakthrough. Ready for my offer? Visit magbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney and enter the code biohackingbritney for a discount. We love discounts. Remember, this offer is only available on this special website. So if you go to Bioptimizer's normal website, it's not going to happen. It's not there. So don't let sleepless nights hold you back any longer. That's magbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbritney. Use my discount code biohackingbritney to save. And let me know how your sleep is going. Okay, next. Uh, We often hear about biohacking for physical health. Yes, that is true. What's your take on the role of biohacking for emotional or spiritual well-being? And do you incorporate such practices in your life? Wow, I, I love this question. I think that... Yes, I agree. I think biohacking can very much be focused on the physical performance or even mental performance, to be honest, is kind of like a narrative around biohacking, right? Like, how do I be the best version of myself with less time invested, less effort, less time in the gym? Let me do a 11 minute workout and get the results of a three hour workout. There's like lots of things like that. Lots of products, lots of services. And then we also kind of see that with mental health and productivity, right? You see that with like nootropics, for example, or all of these millions of coffee companies that have come out with MCT oil and adaptogens added and all of this stuff. And it's all about like peak performance and focus all day and remember everything and have your brain operate at 99%, right? Like, so I, I get it. I get that biohacking has that like vibe to it. I think that emotional and spiritual health is very interesting because I don't think it's talked about enough. There is a, is it called spirit hacking? Spiritual hacking? I haven't read it, but oh, someone was talking about it the other day on a podcast. And this is one of those resources that would be great for that. I haven't read it, so I, I don't know, but I know people do like that one. I think that Yeah, uh, to be honest, I just don't see a lot of this. I don't see a lot of 
emotional and spiritual well-being in the biohacking space. I guess the place where I would see it would be in things like psychedelics or plant medicine is probably the better word. So people microdosing with psilocybin or LSD or doing ayahuasca ceremonies or cacao ceremonies. I think that is maybe this crossover between biohacking, spiritual well-being, and what we can do about that. And yeah, so what have I done? I microdose. I microdosed on Friday night. I went to see Coldplay in concert. They were phenomenal. And I microdosed mushrooms because I'm not drinking right now. I'm not doing any cannabis or nicotine. Not that I ever did much before anyway. But so that, yeah, that's kind of what I do. And I microdose, I don't know, like right now, maybe once a week, once every two weeks or so, something like that. I kind of go back and forth with it. I pulled on it in different times of my life when I felt like I needed it. And I think that's the beauty of plant medicine. It's always there. And you kind of know once you've done it a bunch of times when you can pull away. So last year, I feel like I went heavy into plant medicine or even this spring I did a bit as well, you know, a few days a week. But then you kind of like tailor off and you kind of don't need it as much. And I think that is the beauty of it is it's like this gentle way of working in the body. Because sometimes the the insights that can come from it can be pretty profound. And then you need to take a break in order to implement what you're learning. So I, I would encourage you to explore plant medicine if you haven't already. It's becoming way more accessible, which is awesome, especially in North America. I'm in Canada. The brand that I love is called Microsybin. They are available everywhere in Canada. And I will link them in the show notes. I have a discount code Biohacking Brittany. They don't ship to the US right now. I get so many questions about that. They don't ship to the US right now. So it's hard because it's hard to get it over the border. Canada right now is in this weird place of it's still illegal, but there's like loopholes. So it's more accessible now. So like in Vancouver, for example, there's like mushroom stores downtown that you can walk in and buy mushrooms. Yeah. So it's in a weird spot right now, kind of like where cannabis was five years ago, slowly getting legalized. And yeah, I guess we'll kind of see where that goes. Okay. Next up. Holistic health often includes a mind, body, spirit approach. Wow. These people who write in are very, (laughs) they're just on, they're on it. (laughs) Can you share a personal story of how this holistic approach has transformed your perspective on health and wellness? Okay, a little vague. Holistic health often includes a mind, body, spirit approach. Okay. Can you share a personal story of how this holistic approach has transformed your perspective on health and wellness? Yeah, I can. So something I'm struggling with right now is stress. And I don't think I've really talked about it in depth a lot. Because I don't know why, actually. That's such a good question. Maybe because it seems, I'm just thinking this through for the first time. So bear with me. I wonder if it's because it seems like everybody is stressed. So there's no really room to say it. And it's not really a new thing. 
like it almost doesn't feel like stress is a big enough deal to do something about it. You know what I mean? So like, I think it's because people are stressed so much now that how do we, like everybody's stressed. I feel like either mentally or physically, like everybody is stressed. And so it just kind of seems like this taboo word or sorry, not taboo word, like overused word that if I were to say, Hey, I'm stressed, you'd say, okay, cool. Me too. And then we'd be like, cool. Okay. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like it just seems, it, it, it feels like the word doesn't hold much value anymore because our society is so stressed, which is sad. This is a sad realization I'm having guys. Okay. So yeah, I feel stressed. Why do I feel stressed? Well, I feel like I work too much and I feel like I don't have enough time to get everything done that I want to get done. I went into my business full time after my wedding in March. So before that, I was working at a online nutrition school as a senior manager, software manager and operations and student manager manager. I, I honestly, I did everything and I did that for five years and I was also running my business and planning a wedding. <laughs> Talk about stress. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I feel like I should be able to have better answers for these questions. I feel like I went from having three part-time jobs, although my business demanded full-time for even last year, to one full-time job now. And I didn't necessarily cut back the hours I was working. I just filled them with my job now and my business now. And that's difficult. That's very difficult. So I think my boundaries suck right now and I'm struggling with it, to be honest. Like I, I feel like, yeah, I, I just feel like it's something that I'm, yeah, I'm just struggling with it to be honest. And I don't know how to get out of it necessarily. My business is successful and busy and demands a lot. And I need to scale it to a point that I can bring on help because I'm at that point right now. The pain point is that there's too much work and there's not enough Brittany to go around, but I need to increase my income in order to be able to bring on a virtual assistant. Although I could probably do it now, but like I'm having growing pains. And if you run a business, you know what I'm talking about. I'm having growing pains in that area. So yeah, it's not sustainable. And I'm aware of that. I'm very aware of that. And especially right now, as we plan for a family, something has to give. Something has to give. And so I'm very conscious of that. And I'm just thinking it through. And yeah. And to be honest, I also, not to blame it on COVID, but COVID definitely had a role in this because I feel like 
for me, I went, I traveled for a year. I came back six months later, COVID hit and I was 26 turning 27 and then COVID hit for three years in Canada. It was, it was pretty bad. Two, three years, let's say. But what happened during that time, mostly the first two years, was that we stayed at home. We didn't go out. We didn't do anything. We didn't travel. So essentially, I got used to working every weekend. I got used to working all of the time. And I've worked from home. I've worked from home since 2018 before the pandemic. So it kind of just catapulted me into this like workaholic lifestyle living from home. And then when COVID ended last year, although maybe it's back again this year, who knows? It took a lot to bring me out of that, to be social again, to book things at night, to go to events, to really have a life (laughs) that's not online and have a life outside of our apartment. So I, but I still get into that mentality of work is the most important thing. And stress comes from that. And when you run your own business, there, who else, who else does the work? Who else is there to be able to meet the deadlines? And it's tough. It's tough. You know, I love gathering data on myself. And I think this is so important as a biohacker, nutritionist, and just wellness advocate. I don't like making decisions based off of just guessing and my intuition only, but I like to have data as well to really guide me and help me make the most sense of what is going on in my body on a cellular level. That is why I test with Inside Tracker every single quarter or more, to be honest, and I love all of the information they provide. It is an at-home blood test. They come, they take a look at over 45 different biomarkers, including minerals, vitamins, hormones, and really give you a big picture on what is going on inside your body at that time. If you're in Canada, they come they to your house, they do the test for you. That's where I am. States, the same thing. Or you can also go to a lab and get it done as well. And they also have a biological age test that is a calculation based off of your results. And that's called inner age. This is really fascinating. Mine is usually about 10 years younger than I actually am. So I'm always really proud of that when I see that result. But what's really cool is recently Inside Tracker has made great strides and they've actually added new biomarkers to their ultimate test. So they've added things like APOB this year and they've, which is critical for like heart health. And they've also added three hormone markers, which is really important for aging as well as women's health. And I've spoken about that before. So they test like progesterone, estradiol, and your thyroid as well. And so now they've added something new again, which is insulin, which is the key biomarker for sustained energy and an early warning for several chronic diseases. So Everyone knows how important insulin is and glucose. So it's honestly so helpful to be able to add this in to this test. I really suggest if you're dealing with symptoms or some sort of health issue, but you don't really know what's going on, you need to get data on yourself to make sense of it. So I really suggest doing something like this. You can order the ultimate test. If you use my discount code, you get 20% off, which is actually a lot because 
it makes a big difference when you're getting something done like this. I will link it in the show notes for you. It's also on my website on biohackingbrittany.com. And that is Inside Tracker. And my discount code is biohackingbrittany in all capitals. Feel free to use it, get tested. And honestly, if you have any questions about your results, they have an app that helps you and gives you a ton of resources and recommendations based off of your personal results. So super helpful as well. That's Inside Tracker and it is linked in the show notes and on my website. Anyway, this is a very long answer for this one question. Back to the question. Holistic health often includes a mind-body-spirit approach. So stress is something that I have been thinking about in the last few months. As I do different biological age tests, you know, one showed that I was significantly older than I am. And that's related to chronic inflammation and stress in my body. So that's a wake up call that says like, Hey, your body is registering your level of stress. It sees it. It's not just mental. It's physically there. So that was a wake up call for me. And that was the glycan age test. And so I, I've been thinking a lot about this mind, body, spirit approach for stress and my mental health, because that's the thing I'm struggling with is like mental health as an entrepreneur. So for me, mind, body, spirit, I I actually wrote a list of mindfulness practices and it's taped to the bathroom in my, to my bathroom wall. And there's different practices that I've been doing in order to really support my mindfulness. And it's hard. It's really hard. Something that I like to do is that's on there is called a healing bath. And this is one that really, really taps into that mind, body, spirit approach. So I run a hot bath, very hot. I know it's not great for my skin, but it's very good for my achy body. So I have a hot bath. In the bath is Epsom salt and baking soda, lavender, and essential oils. I light candles. I have incense. I have a salt lamp. And I put binaural beats on. And then I read my book. And so this is a very holistic practice because all five senses are being elevated and supported through the feel of the water through sight, being able to see candles is relaxing and like soft glow of a salt lamp. What else do we have? Nose, like smell for incense. Taste, I guess, is not necessarily, but maybe if I taste the salt water, sure, in the bath. Here is the binaural beats, which are very good for the brain, delta waves, that type of thing. And I usually try to do wired headphones because binaural beats work better when that's wired headphones, because different frequencies go through different, the different headphones. And that's how you like optimize the brain functioning during while you listen to binaural beats. And also like, there are so many binaural beats playlists on Spotify and YouTube. So definitely check that out. And I just want to say like that healing bath is probably one of the staples in my life right now. I read my book. Sometimes it's a health book. It's never a business book. (laughs) 
And also I turn off the lights. I close all the doors I, and I turn my phone off notifications because I don't want to be bothered. Like I want to be alone. Like I want to be in the dark and alone listening to calming music. And that very much helps my stress levels. Even thinking about it right now makes me happy. So that kind of combines this mind, body, spirit approach, which feels very good. Other things I do is tapping or orienting myself, which is a fantastic practice to be able to do uh, daily and be able to bring in. I can quickly go through that for everybody listening. This is probably the second most popular practice that I do. So the first is the healing bath, then orienting myself. You can do this anywhere. You can do this right now after I explain it to you. You can pause this podcast and do it. Or you can do it while you listen to this podcast. So essentially orienting yourself is this practice where you become very present. And people always say like, be present. It will help with your mental health or it will help with your mindfulness. But it's like, okay, what does that actually mean? Yeah, I'm present. I'm looking at my clock. I know what day it is. Great. I'm present. But it's no, let's be like super present. And so orienting yourself is one way you do that. So the way that you do it is you start with the number five. So what are five things that you can see right now? And you do four. What are four things you can feel right now? And it's not feeling emotion. It's like literally physical touch. So right now I'm sitting on my chair. I can feel that underneath my thighs. That's one. So then you count four of those things you can feel. Three is three things that you can hear. What can you hear around you right now? Two is two things that you can smell. What can you smell? One is one thing that you can taste right now. So you go from five to four to three to two to one. And you do that and you orient yourself so that you are suddenly super aware of everything around you. Every sense is heightened because suddenly you have to name, okay, what are three things that I can hear? Okay, what am I listening to right now? Oh, I hear the street outside, whatever, right? So it's really, really great for that. I really encourage you to do it. I try to do this once a day. So for example, the other day, I was rushing to hot yoga class, got to the yoga class, sat down, laid on my mat, and oriented myself for three minutes. It's not even three minutes. It's probably two minutes. And then suddenly I was like, okay, I'm here. I made it on time. Let's have a good class. Let's calm down, regulate the nervous system. Okay. So those are the kinds of things that I've been doing to regulate my nervous system because it's been so out of whack with my work life right now. And when you're at a point where your stress is that high, you really need to bring in things like this practices, write them on a piece of paper, put it where you're going to see it, put it on a sticky note on your computer, make it your phone background, whatever, so that you can actually do this and implement it daily. Because the most success you ever get from anything is from repeating healthy habits. Yes, you get benefits in the moment when you do it once, but it's a compounding effect. So if you do it day in and day out, you will see transformations happen. And that goes, that is the same with everything, right? 
So that's why I think it's so important to do these things. And that is something that I'm bringing in right now because I, I just think it's so important and I'm really trying to regulate my nervous system. So I'm also like making sure I go to bed on time, watching my blue light, no processed food, being very mindful of that. Drinking enough water is a big one, just different things to really mitigate the amount of stress that's going on in my life. Are you tired of feeling out of sync with your body's natural rhythm? Do you struggle with menstrual cycle related issues like fatigue, mood swings, and bloating? If you're looking to optimize your health and well-being, look no further than the ebb and flow cycle guide. This comprehensive guide is designed to help you better understand and work with your menstrual cycle so you can improve your energy levels, reduce PMS symptoms, and gain a deeper understanding of your body. With in-depth information on each phase of the menstrual cycle, you'll learn how to adjust your diet, exercise routine, and self-care practices to better align with your body's needs. One of the biggest benefits of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is its user-friendly format. The guide is easy to follow and provides clear instructions on how to optimize your health throughout each phase of your cycle. Plus, it's packed with valuable information and insights that you won't find anywhere else. So whether you're a seasoned biohacker or you're just starting out, the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is the perfect tool to help you optimize your health and live in harmony with your body's natural rhythm. And with my expertise and guidance, you can trust that you're getting the best information and advice available. So why wait? Head over to biohackingbrittany.com to get your copy of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide and start living your best life today. Okay. Last question. Oh my gosh, there's so many more. Let's see. Oh, this one is cool. Okay. Last one. Number 10 is this? Number nine? In the ever-evolving field of biohacking and wellness, there must be some trends or emerging technologies you're excited about. What's one cutting-edge biohacking development you're personally keeping an eye on? Okay, I have the answer to this. Let me pull up their website. Ooh, ooh. Oh, shoot. Wait, let me try and find it. I should have been more prepared. They sent me a message on LinkedIn. Actually, no, my buddy sent me a message on LinkedIn telling me about this company. And then I was like blown away that I didn't think of this slash I've never heard of it. The blood. That's what it is. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Okay. So there's this new company out. They're called The Blood, literally. And this is a test that tests your menstrual cycle blood. Brilliant. Also, why didn't I think of this? (laughs) Let me read you this little description. We are an awareness company that reconnects people to their bodies through smart femtech solutions. Blood leads the next generation of female body awareness and enlightenment through the smart period product that fosters knowledge, reduces waste, gains health data, and involves yourself to your body. Blood promotes the quality of conscious life, envisioning to restore knowledge and appreciation of menstruation. Ooh, very interesting concept. Very interesting. So what do I like about this? I think it's awesome to see femtech taking off in this space. 
I think that there's not enough femtech companies out there and people focusing on female health. Like I've said that a million times. That's a hundred percent. Female health is still a taboo topic, whether it is menopause or menstruation or motherhood. Like motherhood is maybe not as much anymore, but still menstruation definitely is. So to have a company that is devoted to doing an at-home test that takes a look at your menstrual cycle blood and analyzes it and says, hey, you might be susceptible to X, Y, and Z. Your blood is showing X, Y, and Z, which means this. Like, yeah, I'm 100% for that. I think that is a very, very smart idea. And we're honestly, we're seeing this so much now. We're seeing at-home blood tests. We're seeing at-home urine tests, saliva tests. We're testing our skin. We're testing our bacteria on our bodies. We're testing our gut. We're testing. We're swabbing inside our mouths to take a look at our oral microbiome. Like there's so many things that we're testing now that it doesn't surprise me that we are now taking a look at menstrual cycle blood because we should, we really should. And I'm curious to see where this company goes. I don't know a lot about them. They're based out of Europe. I like, I really don't know much about them at all. I haven't used their product. I don't even know if they're available for consumers. They're called The Blood. You can find them on Instagram. I messaged them on Instagram a while ago. I think it's very interesting. I, like, yeah, I guess my concern with stuff like this is obviously data privacy is a big concern. And I know a lot of people feel like that with all of these wearables and tests. So if we take a look at something like Viome, which tests your gut health, or an aura ring, which tracks your activity in your sleep, is that data safe? Is it being sold to big pharma and we just don't know about it? And it's there's a million NDAs signed and we'll never find out. I, I don't know. So that is something that is worth thinking about. Whenever you do any of these tests or use a wearable, you should always be thinking about that. Always. Because I think data is very, very valuable in today's society. So that's my hot take on that. I'm very excited to see where they go. And I'm very curious about it. And I actually also started other evolving technologies. I also got an eight sleep. You know what that is? That is a bed cover and it is temperature controlled. So my husband and I, you can have different temperatures on either side and it will have different temperatures throughout the night. So it'll have your temperature when you go to sleep, deep, deep sleep, REM sleep, and when you wake up. And there's different temperatures that are like optimal for each. So for example, deep sleep should be your coldest and you get to set it. So I think mine is set to like go to bed plus five, deep sleep is minus three, REM sleep is plus three, and then wake up at plus five because I like to be very warm in bed. My husband likes to be very cold. So his is like much colder, but he likes to wake up to it warm. So you get to set it. So that's something we're experimenting with right now. It also tracks your sleep. So it tracks REM sleep, deep sleep, HRV, heart rate, and everything like that, which is interesting because I have an aura ring and the values are definitely different, but I always kind of just have taken my aura ring for more of a accurate measurement, especially because I have so much history with them and I just feel like it's probably more accurate tracking it on your finger compared to how you're lying on a podcast mattress cover. 
So definitely check that out. You can try Eight Sleep. They're linked on my shop as well. I think they're really cool. A bunch of my friends love them too. So definitely check them out. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram and I will answer. I hope it was insightful. I hope you feel encouraged to be healthier today. And yeah, I'm here to support you along the way and along your health journey. I will catch you on another episode this week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.